guys, welcome back to the Self Work Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Bundi, the wellness doctor. Thank you so much for coming back. My subscribers, my returning, my people, I need to find out a name for you people, yeah? Somebody suggests what I should call my fans. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for subscribing and constantly supporting me and interacting with my content. For the guys who are new, welcome. This is a place we talk about everything that has to do with mental health and wellness. And I'm a psychiatrist, so I speak from a point of view of um, my training and also from things that I've seen with some of my patients. So welcome. Today we are talking about something that I'm surprised I haven't yet tackled in my two years of content creation because it's an issue that so many people have dealt with. If you, you personally have not dealt with this, you know somebody who has, and that is um, addiction and specifically addiction to alcohol. Actually, I lie. I did an episode. I did a, an episode a very long time ago with two of my good friends who are now sober after struggling with alcohol. So yeah, after watching this, please go and watch that episode. And it's a story, it's called A Story of Sobriety and it's a victory story. They've done so well. And I'm always, always, always in awe of what they're they are doing. But today we are talking about addiction to alcohol in a very, very different sense. I'm not even going to discuss what causes addiction or anything that has, that has to do with that. I just want us to understand addiction in a very different way and to understand what makes some people heal from addiction in a better way than others. Like what is it that makes some people completely recover and others kind of keep on fumbling, if I can call it that. Actually, um, the day before yesterday, I saw Nana Geshaga posting about her 23 years of being sober. She did a video on her Instagram. If you don't follow her, please go search for her. She's the CEO of KICC. She's an amazing lady. And I didn't even know that she's, you know, she struggled with alcohol addiction. And the way that she talks of her victory journey, it really inspired this video. So I thought about it, like how can one person sit and say they're 23 years sober, but then there's somebody else who every other time they keep going back, they keep relapsing. They've done like three, four, five stints of rehab. What's the difference between these two people? And so today I'm going to tell you guys about the two things that I think are the most important factors in recovery from alcohol addiction. This is not because of I've done a special kind of research or it's not because of anything. This is just my honest opinion. The two most important things on how to heal from alcohol addiction. So I'll mention those at the end. But first, I'd like us to start talking about what is alcohol addiction. For me, I think addiction to alcohol is a symptom. I don't think it's the actual disease. I don't think it's the actual disorder. Whenever you see somebody struggling with alcohol addiction, it's just a symptom. What do I mean? You know the way you can have a fever, right? So the fever is not the illness. The fever is not what we need to be focusing on because it could be a chest infection, it could be malaria, it could be a urine infection, it could be so many things. So if you just treat the fever alone, you've completely missed the mark. And I think that that's what sometimes we as 
um, as mental health specialists, sometimes that's what we get wrong. Sometimes we just see the fever, we see the alcohol addiction, and we don't go deeper to figure out what is wrong, um, what, what is this person going through? Because there are so many things that now are the underlying issues. It could be PTSD, it could be depression, it could be bipolar, grief, ADHD, marital problems, financial problems. Like these are the real problems. So unless you uncover what this person is actually struggling with and target that, you will completely always be fighting a losing battle. And in the same way, there's not one specific treatment for alcohol addiction. You can't prescribe the same thing for every single patient. So what works for one person is not what will work for somebody else, is not what will, you understand? So you can't say for one person, you know, me, I went cold tacky. I just one day woke up and decided that I'll never drink again and that's what worked for me. You can't prescribe that for the next person. In the same way, for some people, it can be a spiritual awakening. Some people say, you know, I had an experience with God, I met God, and, you know, I never touched the bottle again. But that might have worked for you. It might not work for somebody else. So what I'm trying to say is the, 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 journeys, to, the, the journeys to healing are very, very different for different people. But it all starts with getting to a mental health specialist, especially a psychiatrist, so that we can try and un under, uh, uncover the underlying issues that I was talking about. Usually when somebody presents with alcohol, we will always try and do the different screenings that I mentioned. We'll screen for, is there PTSD? Is there depression? Is there bipolar? Was there an unresolved childhood tra trauma? Is there unresolved grief? marital issues, financial issues. So it's not just a matter of getting a patient who has addiction and then throwing them into rehab. We have to do assessments. We have to do meet the family. Um, there's so many things that go into it. So I guess what I'm trying to say is it takes time. It takes time. It takes time to kind of figure out what exactly is causing the fever. So I'm now going to tell you guys the two most important things, um, what I think are the most important things that contribute to recovery, what we call good prognostic factors. Like if you have these two things, your prognosis to heal and recover from addiction is very good. The first thing is acceptance. Acceptance, acceptance. Like if you don't accept that you have a drinking problem, and or the other things that I mentioned, either bipolar, depression, etc. those others, if there is no acceptance, you can do rehab 20, 30, 50 times, and it will never work. The person who is affected has to accept that I have a problem. I have a drinking problem. I have a problem with this. I have depression. I have bipolar. And if there's no acceptance, you're fighting a losing battle. That's number one. And number two is social support. Your support system is so important. Family, family sometimes could even be the problem. It could actually be the contributing factor to why this person has a drinking problem in the first place. And we see a lot of denial. Sometimes when you find parents, mostly when they bring somebody to us that, you know, my child has a problem with addiction or alcohol, they are blaming the child. My child drinks too much. My child is always doing ABCD. But then when you try and tell them that 
you know, we've noticed this pattern. Maybe the, the parents themselves are toxic. They are violent towards each other. They are ABCD. They always kind of make us feel like, what are you trying to say? We are not the problem. This child is the problem. They're the ones who are doing ABCD. So sometimes the family dynamic is the problem that is contributing to this addiction. Sometimes when I talk about social support, sometimes it's a lack of social support. You find maybe this is a person who doesn't really have friends or somehow has lost all their friends because of things that they've done or experiences. A lack of social support is a very, very poor prognostic factor. Okay. And even social support could be in a way that maybe your social support is the reason why you're drinking so much. Maybe your friends are enablers. Maybe your friends are also addicts. Maybe your friends are also struggling with other substances. So usually when a patient comes in with addiction, we have to do a complete 360. What's your family like? Who are your friends? Sometimes we even ask the family to come in for family sessions so that we can observe the family dynamic. Sometimes we'll ask your friends to come over so that we can kind of see who are your friends? Who's your boyfriend? You know? So those are the two most important things. And I'll add just one more. I'll add one more because I'm feeling generous. The third thing is personality. Personality really has a very big part to play with recovery because some, some people have a more addictive tendency than others. And this is something that has actually been researched. Some people are also very receptive. Some people have a personality where if you tell them something, they are more receptive to change. Other people are more adamant than others. So you will find that these three factors combined, acceptance, social support, and personality types, this is why some people will heal and recover much faster than others. And so what was the point of me making this video? For me, the point of making this video was, first of all, to say that let's, let's understand the human being behind the addict. Because sometimes we like to label Nani is an addict, so-and-so is an alcoholic. Let's try and see the person beyond that. Who is this person? Where did they grow up? What did they go through? Who are their friends? Because once you see them through that lens, we'll, we'll reduce, first of all, the stigma because there's so much stigma associated with addiction. And then we'll be a bit better equipped to help them. So the point of my video was to humanize the face of addiction and especially alcoholism. And I know, by the way, I know people are watching this who have loved ones who have this problem. It's very challenging. Like, it's a very challenging journey. So me sitting here and telling you, you know, let's humanize, let's see their point of view. So maybe you're looking at me and thinking that, you know, you don't know what you're talking about. So I do know that it's very difficult for you. But I'm trying to say that let's remove ourselves from um, being the center of it. Let's stop seeing as so-and-so did this to me. You know, they took money from me. They never pay me back. They're always coming home drunk. Let's let's stop being a me, me, me kind of approach and see this human being because they are struggling. They themselves are having to wake up every morning with the guilt, with the denial, with the self-hatred. So let's humanize this person so that we can help them heal. Thank you so much for getting to the end of this video. I know this one is a heavy one. Please let me know in the comment section or even on my social media, please send me a DM and let me know if you relate to what I was talking to 
I was talking about today. Once again, if you really like this video, leave, uh, um, give it a thumbs up, leave a comment, share it to somebody who you think will relate to this. And I will see you next time on another episode of the Self Work Podcast. Bye.